Hello, everyone. Welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Ladman. And I'm Chris Polanski. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, before we get into the episode, mm-hmm. I, I feel that I owe you somewhat of an apology. Oh, do tell, Mike. Well, in the last episode, there was a bit of an edit. Because as you, as you know... Uh, if you're, you know, you've been listening to the show for a long time, you've probably heard our discussions about editing. I, I try to make the podcast sound as professional as possible, especially considering we record over Skype in separate locations. And what I have to do is I have to sync the the audio up so that our conversation makes sense. And sometimes we end up talking over each other, and then I, I do some some editing there. And in this case. In, in our most recent episode, depending on where you listen to it, I cut out something that changes the tone of something that you said. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, maybe. Somewhat substantially, depending on, on how, uh, how you were to view it. So on the last episode, you made a joke about your wife being right about something for once. Yes, that's right. And what then, were we talking about? Oh, that was the uh, the monitors. We were talking monitors, about the baby yeah. monitors, yeah. And then following that, we had a short preamble, you know, just where we, you and I laughed. And I'm like, your wife's going to kill you for saying that. And you were like, yeah, I know, et cetera, et cetera. Laughter, laughter, laughter. Well, when I combined the audio clips together, you and I talk over each other. And you couldn't understand what we were saying. So I cut it from the audio because that's what I always do when you can't make out what we're saying because we're talking over each other. I just cut the audio. So then we were left with laughing from a joke that wasn't there because I cut the audio. So I cut the laughing. So then you're just like, yeah, my right wife was right about something for once. And then we continue talking. And it's, <laughs> it, it did come off as a little cold, but I appreciate it anyway. Mike. Yes. So I went back. I George Lucas it. Chris shot first. And now the laughter is all returned because I have actually it's funny because, as I say, I, I edit the two audio clips together. I actually took our jokes that we talked over each other and I edited them so that you can make them out and, and added it together. So not only did you guys get. The audio restored, you got it specially edited so that it didn't make Chris sound like an absolute <laughs> jerk. But. Well, that's okay, because I got my sweet revenge tonight when I was about 35 minutes late to the podcast. Uh, yeah. Because I was having some network troubles at my house. So there you go. That was that was my retaliation move right there for you, Mike. Yeah. Uh, is everything okay there? Yes, it is. Yes. I got my new computer built. And all was running well up until five minutes before the podcast, and I managed to figure out what was wrong with it, so we're all good now. Okay. But let me tell you, Mike, it is it is smooth as butter when it's all working. That's good. I'm glad to hear. And what I will say is a, a bit of critique for next time, mm-hmm. because I already have a critique for you with your new PC setup. Oh, okay. Is I, I'm fairly certain, based on what I'm hearing in my headphones, that the Skype conversation that we're having is coming through your webcam instead of your microphone because you sound like you're in three rooms away from me. Well, I can fix that while we talk, Mike. (laughs) Well, again, in post, because I take your actual audio and my actual audio and not the Skype conversation and I edit it together, this won't matter. This won't matter to anyone else. No, that's that's right. This is the the problem with with brand new computers is you always forget all the stupid little things that you've done over time. And yeah. 
But now does it sound better now? Too, oh, you sound yeah. you sound like you're right next to me and whispering, whispering in my sweet ear. nothings into your ear. Yeah, it, correct, correct. <laughs> yes. But but with that out of the way, how are you? Like you obviously things are well. You got your your nice fancy computer build. Yes, it's marvelous, Mike. I tell you, fourteen forty p. It's the it's the place to be. Did you get new sure. monitors too? Or? I got a new monitor. I got a new everything. I went all out with this build. Um, my monitors were like ten plus years old easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, I got new monitor. Just one. I did not get two. You got one um, of those big ass like super long ones no i got a 27 inch but it's still like a 16 by 9 monitor but okay. the big thing is, is it's a higher resolution which is really sweet and then it's the f- high refresh rate so everything feels really smooth i don't know does your tv have like the 120 hertz thing like the natural smoothing or whatever the hell they call it i turn all that shit off just because yeah. i like i mean most of the stuff that i have is designed for not that so i just Shut it all well, that's down. just it. So, so on the television, most stuff you're watching, I think, outside of Blu-rays, are like 30 frames per second, right? Yeah. So that natural smoothing just inserts, you know, pretend frames in between. Whereas on a computer, it actually legitimately puts in all those frames. Mm-hmm. So you definitely notice a big difference. But I won't bore everybody with frames per second and refresh rates. And all that hey, stuff. hey, hey! The the name of the show is Part Time Nerds. The, if you got a, if you got some nerdy talk you want to lay down, why not? <laughs> this is the place to do it, right? Exactly. But anyway, yeah. So other than that, it's been good. But going back to how new computers are sometimes crappy, well, because you got to reinstall everything, you got to copy over all that stuff, and it just takes forever, especially right. with all your games and stuff being online. So mm-hmm. I've I've probably downloaded like four hundred to five hundred gigabytes of stuff over the last two days. Good thing you have a an unlimited internet package. That's right. Yeah, it's a good thing now. And then uh, I got all my. My shots today, Mike. Got the flu shot. Oh, nice. Got the tetanus shot. I got double shots. Oh, did, was it two separate shots then? Yeah, two separate shots. Yeah. Well, the flu shot's always its own thing. Um, right. I, I never used to get it, but then once Ben was born, I was like, yeah, it's probably a good idea. And then the tetanus shot, you have to get once every 10 years. And I guess I was close enough to the 10 year mark that she figured, what the hell, might as well do it. I got tetanus last time i went and saw my doctor because i i was getting a new family doctor and they were like when was the last time you had a tetanus shot and i just stared at her and she's like you're getting one today <laughs> so <laughs> in five minutes yeah. yeah yeah well it was interesting she actually says the tetanus they they do it with i forget what the technical term but it's basically whoop, whooping cough mm-hmm. because there's a lot of people now who didn't get the whooping cough vaccine when they were younger and so it's kind of coming back into the mainstream again. So now they they bolster those two together, oh, which I had no idea. I just assumed whooping cough was a like a by default kind of vaccine. Yeah, I would have expected as much as well. But it's, apparently, it's got to be it's got to be like an anti-vax kind of deal. That's that's what I'm thinking. That's probably exactly what it is. Is there's a lot of stuff that's making its return thanks to thanks to whooping or not whooping cough and anti-vaxxers. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's crazy. Did you see the U.S. is at risk of losing its, it's not measles immunity, but they're kind of declared measles free when it's like less than 5% of cases are reported like per capita or something like that. Right. So previously the U.S. was at like 98 or 99% like eradicated and now they're dropping to below 95. They're at like 94 point something, oh, good which times. is crazy. But That's I mean, crazy. This, is not that, this is not that kind of podcast. You know? No, no. Let's not get into yeah. that that kind of Political. I, I use air quotes because it's an odd 
thing to be political about. But, <laughs> yes. Well, but, here, Mike, I have a parenting tip for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. A good way to play with your child is to WWE Randy Orton stomp him in the middle of the floor because your child will love it. You just punt your child all over the place? Well, not punting. No, like the stomp. Like, you know, like you're just stomping it right in the stomach. I see. So you like to yeah. step on your child. Yes, absolutely. But mm-hmm. in a WWE fake way. Oh, I see. Okay. Yes. But he he loves it, Mike. He will literally like you'll chase him and then he'll lay down on his back and want you to do it. He, he's <laughs> waiting for you to stomp him. Yeah, he's waiting for it. And he just laughs and laughs. It was funny. Russ came over to uh, go to curling and he said he was walking up to the door and all he hears is like, boom, boom, boom in the house. He opens the door and I'm sitting there above Ben, just stomping Ben into the floor. <laughs> and it's like, there you go, Russ. There's a parenting technique for you. Yeah, and then he made a call to CPA and Yeah, well he had it on quick dial. Of course. Well, I mean he's on his way to your house. He would assume that sooner or later you were gonna get caught with your well, parents. Yeah, he's gonna catch so you in the act doing something horrifying. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 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 yeah. And then uh, Ben has also been extremely helpful, and I use helpful in air quotes. He has decided he will bring me everything that he thinks that I want. So he'll drag my curling broom from the front of the house to no matter where I am in the house and give it to me, uh, which is like, great. Thanks, Ben. You know, this I is needed totally this while useful. I was cooking dinner. Absolutely. I needed nothing more. And today he decided he was going to clean off his high chair tray. So he would take like one little crumb, give it to me, and I'd put it on the plate. And he'd take the next little crumb and give it to me and so on and so forth. So he brings every toy, Mike, and every little thing because he thinks, yeah, that's what dad wants right now. That's, he, well, he's seen you cleaning up, right? So he knows that, oh, this Maybe. is a thing that dad wants. Maybe. That's actually a good point. Look at you, Mike. You should have a parenting podcast. I guess I should. <laughs> <laughs> but I should waste it all talking about hurts and... <laughs> aspect ratios <laughs> yeah what's new what's new on your side of things there mike well i am doing anything cool i, oh, I don't oh. know if this is this is cool i have a serious parenting question for you father of the father okay as the father of a little boy because you're a father yes. of a little boy i'm a father of a little boy henry your your nephew he's a little boy so i don't know if maybe this is something that you might have heard from your brother in regards to your child on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being not at all and 10 being immediately, how fast does your child start pulling on his peener when you take off that diaper? <laughs> you know what, Mike? As soon as you said little boy and stuff, like, this is going to be a penis question. <laughs> <laughs> it is, though. It is a penis question. I don't... Ben is... He definitely works his way down there, mm-hmm. but it's not like an instant thing. It's, it's definitely not instant. So I, I don't know. I, what do you want? Seconds, maybe? I, I, maybe. I don't know. Because William, I don't know why. The second air hits that penis when that diaper is opened, he's like tugging on it. And oh, not in a fun way. Like he like he's like pinching it. And I'm like, buddy, that's not comfortable. You're like Yeah. Yeah, he wants to like rip it from his body. Yeah. Like like what does he think it is? Like a skin tag or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just curious. It's just something that I've noticed as of late that I'm just like, buddy, why are you doing that? And and I'm curious as if that's just just a William thing or an everybody thing. Yeah, I I don't know. Like 
like Ben will grab his now and then, but it's not like he's not grabbing it for dear life or to remove it from his body or anything like that. Right, I, I don't know. Right. He does, but he's not crazy about it. We'll have to ask Henry and Carson's parents right. see if uh, if they do the same thing, or get your brother on the phone and we'll ask him. Too. It's true; he's got two little boys. You know yeah, what? We're right. gonna we're gonna earmark episode sixty four as the episode that we play to our children when they're much older to embarrass the hell out of them because we're talking about them <laughs> pulling on their penises. This is the wedding episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there we go. It's done. Episode sixty four, but yes, no. Other other than that, William is uh, he's doing really well with his walking. I think he's just kind of he he needs to be tricked into thinking that he's not holding something before he can really do some decent walking. Oh, he's at like that Henry stage where you just have to like gently graze him, and oh, I can do this now. Basically, because because he was doing it earlier tonight. We were just kind of hanging out with him and trying to get him to walk, and he was walking from Grandpa because Grandpa's been babysitting. He's walking from grandpa to mom, and I guess he didn't realize that he wasn't holding on to grandpa anymore, and he walked. like Oh, nice. Not far, but like, well, he, he sort of stood for a second and like took a step and then realized what was happening and was like, oh, no, and reached and grabbed. Oh, so, right, okay. So, yeah, he, he's very good at like, I'll take one step and then I must grab something, you know, like- so he, he, we just need to trick him into thinking he's holding something, and and we might be able to get some decent steps out of this kid. Interesting. But, well, that's exciting. So he'll probably be walking, you know, in the week or something like that. I I would think so. And also, he starts daycare this week, so we're thinking that being around a whole bunch of other kids who are walking might. I was I almost said trick, but I meant to say inspire, inspire him to start walking. <laughs> yeah, probably. And actually, it's probably a good point. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting because on on Wednesday, because we record on Monday, we, on Wednesday we're going to actually is his first. It's his first day at daycare, so we're going to be very interested to see how that goes. I actually took Thursday off just in case because Thursday is the first day that he's there on his own. So if he has a little tantrum. Daddy will be not too far away and can can come get him, but but oh, yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. I hope so. I mean, I feel like he's he's doing pretty good. He does really well with with Grandpa babysitting him. Grandpa doesn't report back and say things like, "Oh yeah, yeah, he was a terror" or anything like that. You know, <laughs> but well, Grandpa's not supposed to say that though either. Well, the one thing that I thought was like because we asked my dad to help out during the time before the daycare. And we actually were supposed to do this all throughout December. And then in January, he was going to start his daycare. So we only ended up doing like two weeks with my dad doing doing the daycare. So I, I said to him last week, oh, yeah, you know, we're, we've actually got into the daycare. So we, we don't need you to pass this day. So, you know, we're happy that he was enjoying doing it. But we're also happy that, you know, we didn't wear out our welcome asking him to do this for so long. But he made a post today on Facebook that was like, spending time with William one more day before he goes to daycare. Sad emoji. And I'm like, aww. (laughs) Dad's having a good time being a grandpa. So, I mean, I know know he's a big fan of being a grandpa to my nephews as well. So, yes. Yeah. Any excuse to see those grandkids, I'm sure he's he's quite happy. Oh, but, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. But other than that, what else is new with William? He's got a whole bunch of new clothes coming because, you know, we took advantage of, of those sales that are that are ongoing in the world. And we went to Carter's. Carter's was doing like a really cheap thing. 
And we ended up getting like a ton of shirts and a ton of sleepers because all of he's outgrowing all of his warm pajamas. So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So like all of his fleece p- pajamas, he's outgrowing them all, and we only have like two that he can actually wear. And with laundry and everything, that we run out pretty fast. So, <laughs> sure, sure. So, but yeah, that was something that we took advantage of on on the Cyber Monday deal. But with that said. You just bought a fancy computer and, and built a whole bunch of fun bits for that. Was any of your computer purchase through Black Friday sales or Cyber Monday sales? Like, obviously, if you bought anything for Cyber Monday, you have to have a hell of a shipping package to have it already. <laughs> no, I was going to say, no Cyber Monday for me. I did do, wasn't literal Black Friday, but it was sort of like that the Black Friday week thing yep. that they yep. all do now. I bought a lot of my stuff there. You know, it's got some pretty good deals, I would like to think. Outside of computer parts, Tiff and I did treat ourselves to new smartwatches. Oh, Finally fancy. pulled the trigger, yeah. So we found uh, Apple Watches for 200 bucks. They're the, the version 3, so they're like the, the more budgety version. Right. We're like, isn't it like... The three is the budget version, the five is the new hotness, and for some reason the fours got thrown into the trash. Yes, exactly. And this is kind of what we talked about when we talked about smartwatches, you know, however many episodes ago it was. But fundamentally, the difference between the three and the five is the five's a little thinner, it's got the always-on display, and it's got the EKG in it, electrocardiogram. Right. But other than that, from what we can tell, it's basically the same. So we've had them since... Thursday, Friday, one of the two. And so far, I'm I'm really liking mine. I don't want to speak for Tiff, but for me personally, I'm really enjoying it. It it's awesome from like an activity monitoring perspective, like sort of that Fitbit esque kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But I also really like it because it keeps me away from my phone. I definitely find with Ben, you know, I keep my phone in my pocket all the time because I don't want to miss calls, you know, or message from Tiff or email from work or something like that. I I want to have it near me. But because I have it near me, I'm very much inclined to just pull my phone out and start flipping through Instagram or something like that. Right. Whereas with the with the watch, I can leave the phone on like the the countertop and I go play with Ben. And if I'm getting a phone call, I'm getting alerted. I can actually take the phone call right from the watch if I wanted. So I I still get the stuff that I wanted out of the phone without actually having the phone with me, which was a really nice perk that I wasn't necessarily planning on, but it 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 showed itself very quickly. So would you, so you say that you are using your phone significantly less then? Yeah, I would say substantially less, yeah. So what do you do? Just like leave it in another room on purpose or? Well, I mean, sometimes I'll have it in my pocket anyway. But generally, yeah, I'll leave it on like the dining room table or something like that. Or we have like a little shelf when you first walk in the house yep. um, that I'll just chuck it on there. And yeah, it, it works out quite well like that. And then the battery life on the on the watch has been pretty good. The most I've burned it out is like 20 to 5 to 30% in a day. So, I mean, you could theoretically wear this thing for two or three days without charging it, which is kind of nice. So, I'm sure all full, all watches have, you know, their own mileage and stuff, but... I, I can't remember which which ones are the fancier ones. Is this one charged wirelessly? Yes. Well, yes, it does charge wirelessly, but it does come with, like... It's like a wireless magnetic adapter, mm-hmm. almost. So, it, like, clicks to the watch, but you can put it on one of those Qi chargers if you wanted. Fancy. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Like I said, I got mine for $199.95 and you know, that was I felt like kind of in the sweet spot. It was actually cheaper than those fossil watches we owned for less than twenty four hours. I the do first remember time. that, yeah. Yeah. I, I do I do quite like it. It was definitely a surprise to me. But other than that, that was kind of it for Black Friday stuff. What about you? Did you buy anything other than clothes? Nothing for me. Like this is an interesting 
an interesting rarity for me when it comes to Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and all that stuff is that normally I, I buy myself, you know, a game or or or, or something, right? Mm-hmm. But the only thing I bought was for other people. I bought. I did get a chunk of Christmas shopping done, and actually, I ended up buying some stuff for Laura because she was she was in a store buying stuff for Christmas. And then she's like, do you mind if I throw this on the credit card? And I'm like, go ahead. It's fine. So so <laughs> right. Laura, I bought stuff for Laura, but I didn't buy anything for myself. Now that I'm sitting here doing the podcast with you, I actually decided I might treat myself to a little something once the podcast is over while Cyber Monday sales are still going. Because mm-hmm. as, as much as it's like, I, I've been looking at things and being like, I, do I do I need this though? You know, like I see a thing that I like, like oh, um, my 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 Nintendo Switch, the hard drive on it is full, but I can upgrade it by putting an SD card in it, and you know, so I've thought, oh, maybe I should buy myself a an, an SD card, and really, really, my solution is to just delete the demos that I have on on my Switch. That you know, I don't need to to spend money on on a on a SD card when I could just delete the demos and have all of the hard drive space I need. Right. Back. Right. But, or, or another thing where it's like, uh, I don't know if you're familiar to a company called, uh, eight bit do eight bit do has a, uh, a series of Bluetooth video game controllers. They do, they do a really good job of making them look like the original console controllers. Like I, I think you've seen before my super Nintendo controllers. They look like super Nintendo controllers, but they're Bluetooth. Yes, yeah, they're pretty slick. Like, they're yeah. very nice. And they actually have a controller that they've done that is the Pro, that is shaped like a Super Nintendo controller, but it has all of the buttons of a modern console with, like, if essentially take take the DualShock controller and then put it into the form factor of a Super Nintendo controller. Mm-hmm. So it has all of those buttons, and it has that kind of shape. So it's got that little weird dog bone shape that that the Super Nintendo controller has, but it has the long prongs for you to rest your, your thumbs on and, and the, the lengthy triggers. And, but it's also a pro controller in the sense that you can put it on your computer and fill it with software and, and make the buttons do certain things. Like you can make the buttons trigger combinations and stuff like that. And, and I, th- I think to myself, do I really need this? It's neat and I want one, but I don't need it. So I didn't buy that for myself. But now as I sit here recording the podcast with you, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm sort of hunched. Yes, I do and, see that. And what's happening is the cord that connects my headphones to the computer is not long enough. So I think after this is over, I might go and invest in a longer cord because I'm pretty <laughs> certain that those are available on Cyber Monday yes. for very cheap. Er- ergonomics Amazon. are very important. Yes, because I, I don't think I, anyone could argue against you. Yeah, I, I I'm actually I don't know why because normally. Normally, this isn't an issue. Like, I've, I've done the show and been like, this is not super comfortable. But for whatever reason, something has changed in the situation behind the monitor. And this cord is just so short that I cannot sit up straight. <laughs> well, well now, now the bigger question is, Mike, will you, you know, you could replace the cord. Or should you replace the duct taped together headphones altogether that have <laughs> a longer cord as part of it? Well, that's true. I could do, I could also do that. But I mean, the th- these headphones are Bluetooth and I really like that. And so I, d- I don't want like that's all I could do is in this case is just replace the cord and be fine. Yeah. Um, which, again, would be a much more cost effective plan would be to just replace the cord for probably ten dollars <laughs> versus replacing the headphones for probably one hundred and 
thirty dollars at least. Because I these are these are these are Beats solo threes, I think, and I I, I won them in a contest a few years ago. Because I would never pay full price for a pair of Beats because they're ridiculous. But I did see that the, the the fours must be on their way because the threes are down to $130, which is, is I think, the lowest those have ever been. I so. was going to say, for Beats, that's uh, practically free. Yeah. Because uh, they're, so. what, usually like 300 bucks, I think? Something, something like that. Like that. It's, yeah. it's, it was something like save 100 and some odd dollars or something like that. But yeah, so I was like, okay, well, I mean, I don't really need those either. As much as it would be nice to have a pair of headphones that aren't being held together by duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> but you're, you're so grown up and mature now, Mike. I tell you. Well, you know, it's I like... start daycare within the week, and that's not going to be cheap. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all your Black Friday shopping. Right that's there. all my Black Friday shopping. Well, so here's a question, Mike. Now that you are so much more mature and, and grown up, did you find yourself looking at any adult black friday stuff not like adult triple x of course of course but like lowe's and home depot and that kind of thing i i find that i have been looking at more canadian tire flyers in my life (laughs) since i bought a house than ever before and sure enough i i was looking at the that kind of stuff too like you know, I'm like I'm sitting there and I'm like, hmm, extension cords. <laughs> you know, like stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Twenty five footer, I could use that. That's yeah, <laughs> definitely. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We're in the market for a new like washing machine, like washer and dryer. Yep. And I was like, I wonder if they have any good Black Friday deal, uh, deals on washers and dryers. The mm-hmm. answer is they have average deals. But uh, uh, Of course, of course. But yeah, I was like, man, we have come a long way from like, I want to get this sweet video game to, mm, yes, I like the gray washer and dryer. It's an excellent choice. Yeah, it was very it was very hard to, to even actually like look at some of the game deals and just be like, oh, shit, I should. Nope, don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do <laughs> it. Because one, I can ask for those things for Christmas. And somebody else can buy them for Black Friday for me, and they can get a great deal. And and at the same time, I do have a lot of games to play right now, so it's it's okay. Like, I, I was thinking about it earlier, and not Black Friday, but Boxing Day last year, I bought three games. And of those three games, I've only played two of them. One of them I still haven't even touched yet, and I bought it last year on Boxing Day. And it's on sale again this year on Boxing Day for $10 less than I paid for it last year. So I don't feel that bad that like, oh, man, I could have saved $60 or something like that if I waited a year, you know, (laughs) but but it was only only a $10 difference. So I worked out well. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. So I I eventually I will I will play that third game. But yeah, the my three games that I I got last year on Boxing Day were were Soul Calibur six, which I'm actually playing a lot of right now i'm I'm on my way I'm, i I think i can get a platinum trophy in it all i need to do is beat the story mode with every single character and then i have to beat the custom character story mode and i will i will earn the platinum um <laughs> and assassin's creed odyssey which i think we've talked about several times on this show as yes, being the game right. that i can never play because it is incredibly long and uh, i did get to spend a fair amount of time playing that uh, during the extra life stream, uh, I, I spent maybe th- four hours playing that, and I had a great time. Like that's the thing about that game is as much as it's like I choose not to play it because there's it's so much game to play. I really did like that game, and just at some point I'll ever get back to it. But the other game was Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and and I feel like that's a game that I might pop in after I finish Soul Calibur because it's a finite story 
that once it's done, I don't, you know, it's it's over kind of a yes, thing. Yes, exactly, exactly. So, Lends itself to that parenting gaming lifestyle. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll ask for stuff for Christmas. If I get stuff for Christmas, then hooray. And if I don't get that stuff, then maybe, maybe I'll treat myself on Boxing Day. Or maybe I'll be a responsible adult and be looking at extension cords and ladders and stuff. <laughs> That's right. Well, Mike, speaking of extension cords... Have you, uh, were you following? <laughs> <laughs> that just, just, that, did, did you that like is it? a phrase. Did you like where That's I was going phrase. with it? <laughs> just, just, has that been a phrase that has ever been uttered anywhere else? In the- <laughs> Speaking of extension cords. Well, did you watch the, the Tesla Cybertruck reveal? I know we're a little bit behind on this yes. one. We, we're going to talk about it last week, but we're going to talk about it now. You mean did the, you watch the, it? The truck that has not quite finished loading. Yes, that's right. Yes, yes. I did Halo see... Warthog, some people have said it. <laughs> that's true. I did I did like that comparison. Uh that that I thought that was aptly named. It just needs the the tusks at the front, the the toe hooks at the front. Yes. So, yeah. But yeah, no, I did see I didn't see the reveal like the entire thing. I watched like a here's the entire reveal in 5 minutes kind of sure, you yeah. know, edited down clip. And my favorite part by far was the part where they're like here's our impressive new glass watch how strong it is, and then they broke it twice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you hear Elon Musk swear on stage with the microphone on full. Yes. It was amazing. But and, like, jokingly, laughingly swear, but it was still so much fun to watch. Yeah, and I also enjoyed that he was like, well, I guess well, we need to work a little harder on that one. Kind of yeah, thing. yeah. Well, I guess that's all you can really do. What did you think of the look? You know, kind of think back to when you first saw it and think about it now. What is your feeling on the look? Because obviously it's a huge polarizing look. It's, it's so weird. It's weird. Like, I can see how it could be very appealing, but I feel like that is something I would never want to own. Yeah? Yeah. And that's been a consistent feel for you the whole time? Yeah. Like, it's just like... But why? You know, you know, like just <laughs> when I first saw it, I was just like, yikes. Like, what the <laughs> hell is this? Right. But honestly, as I've seen it more and more, it's actually growing on me a little bit. I like that it's not just the same standard truck look and it looks a little edgy and it looks a little kind of futuristic, if I do say so. Um, you know what it reminds me of? What's that? Especially with the fact that it has matching a matching ATV. Is mm-hmm. that all you need to do is like mount a gun on the back of it and then you're fighting Terminators. <laughs> That's right. Well, they've said when they go to the, their Mars mission, they're going to make a pressurized version of this truck and that's what they're <laughs> going to drive around on Mars. I did miss that part. That's funny. Yeah. No, that but looks anyway, like something that you drive in space. Yeah, it would be. It definitely is. You know what, when, when Elon Musk was tweeting about it, I think the day before, he said, oh, it looks like an armored personnel carrier. And I'm just trying to think, how on earth does a vehicle look like an, an APC? And then they roll it out. It's like, ah, yep, okay. Yep. It, <laughs> it definitely it, it definitely looks military-esque. Oh, very, very. But they've sold 250,000 pre-orders for it already. Holy shit. Somebody doesn't think it looks terrible. Yeah. Well, and I mean, and obviously a pre-order can be canceled, and I'm sure they're going to see, you know, a percentage that'll go down, but 250,000, I feel is pretty good for something that was so polarizing right off the bat. Mm-hmm. I think in comparison, the model three got half a million by the time it was kind of all said and done. 
But I mean, the Model Three also everybody wants a car, not everybody wants a truck, right? It's true. I mean, if it was up to me, I would, I would want the Model Three. Yeah, this is, that's the same with me. But everything else on it seemed pretty slick. Like, I mean, the price was good. I think it started at thirty nine thousand US, which is very, I thought, as far as trucks go, very affordable. And the range and stuff on it was quite good too. So. I'd be curious to see if like a construction company or something goes all in with this because I feel like they'll be the first people to do it, you know, because like we have a bunch of, you know, the, the classic white pickup trucks at our company and, you know, they they pound back fuel and they get beat all the hell, you know, whereas this one is theoretically indestructible other than the glass. And <laughs> yes. I, I can I can see a construction company buying, you know, a dozen of them or something like that. Right. I, I, I don't know. I, I'd be curious to see. The first time I see one of these bad boys roll up on the 401 or something like that. But then do you have to keep that like aluminum shed side color, you know, like does it can you put colors like say, for example, you worked for I'm trying to think of a construction company. Yeah, yeah I think when I think construction, I think of yellow because like big ass cranes and stuff sure, are usually yeah. yellow. Like, can you get this truck in yellow or is it gray the only option? So what they've said is they're not going to paint the vehicle, but you can get the vehicle wrapped. So do you know you know what wrapping is? Oh, yeah, yeah. Guys? Yeah. So you can get it wrapped in, theoretically, I guess, any color that you want. But out of the factory, from everything I've read, it's only going to be kind of that bare stainless steel look. So you do you get it wrapped through them or... Uh, that I'm not clear on. I feel like they've got some sort of like third-party partnership or something like that, but I haven't gotten or haven't read anyway a clear answer on it. D brands, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> D brand. <yeah. laughs> Get your iPhone done at the same time. <laughs> uh, I just you know just just for for clear sake because I mean I I know what it is, but just in case somebody doesn't know, uh, what can you explain a wrap? Wrapping a, a, a truck or something. Sure. Like I mean, if you think about, you know, your car and stuff, typically, you know, it's not a paintbrush, but it's literally paint. Like you're quite literally painting the vehicle. Whereas what a wrap is, is it's a, basically a vinyl sheet that they um, like heat wrap your vehicle with. So if you think about like almost like a screen protector, you know how you do like a screen protector on your cell phone? It's the same sort of logic. You layer it on top of the car you can get kind of stuff that paint doesn't necessarily do like a real nice matte finish or you can get, you know, whatever kind of weird color combination that you want. And then the kind of the beauty of the whole thing is that should you change your mind on the color down the road, you don't need to repaint the whole car. You can just, you know, rip the, the, the vinyl off and start fresh. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. If that, if that makes it clearer or if it makes it more complex, I don't know. I was thinking also like, think of like when you go to you know, when you call like the exterminator and he shows up with his like raccoon printed on the side of his car, that's a wrap. That kind of thing is. Yeah. Like, same sort of idea. Yeah. yeah. It's like shrink wrapping almost. Yeah. They wrap um, buses, city buses when it's like Salido and Barnes or whatever the yeah, hell. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a great example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So there we go. That's just some information for anybody who is like, what do they mean by wrap it? You know, like we're not talking hip hop. That was that was lame. I don't. Know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I was trying to stay away from that one. <laughs> but now you got to do a Tesla rap, Mike. Go Tesla rap. Okay, my name is Elon, and I'm here to say. Uh... <laughs> no, that was bad. That was bad. But yeah, I mean, I don't know if there was anything else that that came out of the the announcement that you were like really gung ho about stuff that like because I mean you're you're a big like you want 
an electric car. Like you've been wanting to get a Tesla for years. Yes, I really want my next vehicle to be an electric one. I, I would, would love it to be a Tesla, but you know, depending on finances and stuff, I would take anything. But I'm I'm very convinced my next vehicle will be an electric car. As far as like specifics out of the event, it was really just the truck focused thing, and then the surprise appearance by the ATV, which I am not interested in. Didn't um, they just like throw that? In? They threw it in at like the absolute last second too. They're yeah, like, well, because they were showing off all the stuff that the truck can do. Right, it can lower. It's basically lower the tailgate enough that it has like built-in ramps, and then they use the ATV to show how that would work because that's you know one of the main reasons you'd use it. Mm-hmm. But supposedly at first you can only buy the ATV as an add-on to the truck, and then eventually they will sell the ATV on its own. How much is the ATV? I have no idea. I don't think they have any idea either. That's a hell of an add-on. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah, well, so I'm gonna get a truck. Oh, you know what? Look really good in the back. I'm gonna get ATV you know what? just for looks. Speaking of weird add-ons, I was actually watching, do you know The Verge? Mm-hmm. They've been doing a series lately on electric cars. They actually covered the the Cybertruck, but they also recently covered, I can't remember the name of, of the car, but it's whatever the new electric Porsche is. Oh. Um, it's like Touron yes. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I forget exactly what it is, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so they were talking about that car. And that, unlike this car, this is not an affordable car for the average Joe. This is for somebody who likes Porsches because mm-hmm. they're talking like a hundred and hundred eighty thousand or something oh, like that. Yeah, but you're not you're not looking at a Porsche if you're like, well, what's my first car going to be? Yeah, what 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 would I like for a, for an electric car? I want a Porsche. <laughs> I want a ridiculous Porsche. Yes. But but one of the things that they were talking about was an add-on, and it was a five hundred dollar add-on, five hundred dollars for the sound because like you know how like electric vehicles don't have engine noise because they're you know like they don't need to make ridiculous v8 engine noises so it's a 500 hundred dollar add-on just to make like a like really but but make it like really sporty like it's, it's it's like the sport version of their noise that's fascinating. Although, you know what, though? In Europe, I don't know if they've made it a law yet or they're talking about making it a law, but they want electric vehicles to make some sort of noise. Yeah. Because I don't know if you've ever driven beside one. Like, Tiff's Prius is all, all electric up until, like, 50 kilometers an hour, and it is quiet. Like, it's legitimately quiet, and they want them to make noise so that a pedestrian doesn't just sort of, you know, blindly walk in front of a vehicle somehow. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's maybe more appealing to like a European customer or if it is, like you said, the guy is on one hand environmentally conscious, but on the other hand, really wants to hear that V8 purr, you know? Yeah, exactly. It it is interesting how many uh, other manufacturers are building it. Like, have you seen Ford uh, announce the new E-Mustang? Yeah, and I remember that that was a big deal because they were like, oh, like we said it was originally they said it was going to be Mustang-like. Yes, and then they were like, "No, actually, it's a it's a Mustang. Like it's a it is a new Mustang," and people were really like surprised by that. Yeah, but it's interesting though that all these manufacturers are finally hopping on the train, and they're making them like you know I'm not going to say supercars because a Mustang is not a supercar, but mm-hmm. you know like they're like the higher end vehicles. Like the Mustang starts at about fifty grand, I think, US. Yeah. So it's not cheap, but at the same time, it's also not like the Tesla was when it first came out. You know, like the Model S was like eighty grand or something like that. Yeah, and and I think of like when I think of Mustangs, I think of like 
you know, gas guzzling muscle cars and that kind of thing, right? So like yeah. for them to take a model that has that kind of connotation and then apply this environmentally friendly filter to it kind of a thing. And I mean, again, like this is, there's a lot of semantics that you can argue about like, well, making one electric car is, in, oh, is yes, way right. less environmentally friendly than making 10 regular cars, like, you know, whatever. But it's, it's, yeah. it's interesting to see that this is kind of what's going on. Like there are a lot of really big car manufacturers that are bringing out these new cars. Well, and it's interesting that they're targeting all the high-end stuff. And I wonder if it's because, you know, sort of dollar for dollar, pound for pound, electric vehicles have better performance than gas vehicles do in all sort of the tests that, you know, quote unquote matter. Mm -hmm. So like your zero to 60, your zero to 100, your, I think a quarter mile, that kind of stuff. An electric car will beat the pants off a gas vehicle any day of the week because they have such good torque and, and great acceleration. So I wonder if if they're doing all these sort of sports car ones because it appeals to that person more, like somebody who cares about the performance versus just cares about like the brand. Yeah, because I mean, really, how, how do you see widespread adoption of electric cars without getting the car guys, you know, the card guys on board, you know, the muscle head guys? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think that's a huge target. I mean, I know as kids, you know, I don't know about you, but like I drooled over like the BMWs and the Mercedes and all that type of stuff, you know, without realizing exactly how much money a hundred grand was, I guess. Right. But you know, you know what I, my car was, it's, it's funny. Cause it's not like this tippy top. It's, it's not, it's a little more exotic for, sure. especially for like, not, not these days, but at the time it was not something that was a lot more common. But I've always wanted, I mean, it's moot point. I don't drive. I don't have a driver's license. So what Who? What matters what car I like? But <laughs> I, I was always a fan of the Mitsubishi Lancer. I always wanted a Mitsubishi Lancer. Oh, look at you, you street racer, you. You know, you know what? It wasn't <laughs> Is street. Is it from Need for Speed, Mike? No, it wasn't <laughs> Need for Speed. It was Gran Turismo. Oh, okay. Gran Turismo okay. is what got me into the Lancer. So Interesting. I always liked the... Well, I think every kid goes through like their Lamborghini Ferrari phase. Of course. But beyond that, I liked the the Porsche 911 and the BMW M3 of all cars because it was the James Bond car in GoldenEye. Nice. Yes. And I've since had a chance to actually like sit in it and it's like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Childhood dream dashed right there. <laughs> <laughs> my, my other car that I used to drive in Gran Turismo was the Dodge Viper, but the Lancer oh, always seemed yeah, a little the more. Viper. The, the, the Lancer was always the more, uh, I think realistic choice of the two. <laughs> Do they still make the Dodge Viper? I thought they stopped making. I it. think they stopped making Vipers. Yeah. Yeah. I do yeah. remember I do remember Gran Turismo 3 because I was a big Gran Turismo guy, which is certainly funny because it's very much like a simulation game where like, you know, like it's as realistic as possible and I'm the kind of like I'm more of an arcadey guy, so it's sure, more yeah. surprising that that the sim video game was the one that that got me into cars, but I remember Gran Turismo 3 because it was the only car you could afford right off the bat. I had a PT Cruiser. Oh, dear God. And it, because it literally was the only car, because the game starts you off with $15,000. And I think it was the only car under 15000 So you have to get 
like a PT Cruiser to start with. And I spent so much time playing that stupid PT Cruiser because I was trying to buy a Lancer. Like, I just wanted to go straight from PT Cruiser to Lancer. Right. That it was just like, I spent a lot of time looking at this PT Cruiser. <laughs> you know, I feel like this might not be that bad. No, stop thinking about it. It's a PT Cruiser. You don't want a PT Cruiser. I, I was going to say, Mike, I got some good news for you. You know how people will put their shitty old furniture on like the end of the driveway with like a free sign on it? Yeah. I'm yeah. sure you can find a PT Cruiser in the same situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I think on that note, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part Time Nerds, Full Time Dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Castbox, iHeartRadio, all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at part-time nerds, full-time dads.com or reach out to us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PT Nerds FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon. I never thought I'd be talking about cars with you <laughs> as well as on our Nerd and Dead podcast. So there you go. The podcast is not about nerdy stuff. It's not about parenting. It's about cars. Now. It's about cars. It's car talk. Yeah, car talk with Mike and Chris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>